Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice, and I want to thank you so much for subscribing and sharing and telling a friend. This podcast focuses on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, the power of self-care. We'll get into it right after this. Those are two of the most powerful words, and what you say after shapes your reality. So today's I am affirmation is, I am balanced. Now you say it, I am balanced. Now when you go out to eat, sometimes you want a good balanced meal, right? You'll get your meat, your vegetables, your starch, whatever to make a nice little meal, right? You want to grab something from each of the food groups, and that's all good. And that's good for your diet, but it's not just about your diet. How are you balanced mentally? How is your personality balanced? How are you balanced daily? Because we give all the time. We have to give to ourselves, too, because our tank will be empty if we don't take care of ourselves, right? So how are you balanced? This past weekend, you know, Beyonce's Before I Let Go Challenge, Dance Challenge has been going around, right? So my friend, she hit me up like, oh my God, we should be big kids tonight. It's a Friday night, y'all. And we should uh, just learn to dance. And I'm like, all right, whatever, bet. It's Friday night, 10 o'clock, and we up there <laughs> doing the Beyonce dance. We look horrible. I never uploaded the dance because I look crazy, all right? We couldn't dip it low and bring it back up like we used to. We're just not young anymore. The knees... They're old knees now. We tried our best, and we looked a mess. So the video will not be shown. But, you know, we hung out Friday night. Saturday, I hung out with one of my good friends and her goddaughter all day. And Sunday, I was supposed to go out again, and I was like, you know what? I am tired. I can't. I'm I'm just, I can't. And, you know, I usually say I'm old, but really, I just wanted a balanced weekend. I went out Friday, Saturday. I don't need to go out Sunday, too. Today is my day. I need to rest. I need to do some things around the house. I need to clean. I need to cook. I maybe need to wash my hair, do whatever that I would want to do for me for that day. You know, I gave myself to others and hung out with other people the other days. But to be balanced, now I need to do something for myself. I need to be productive for myself. So that's just in a weekend. But just in general, what do you do to feel balanced? A lot of times I might take a walk. I'll sit outside while the sun is shining. I'll dance a little bit to get some fun and some activity, some body movements in. Again, I'm not going to dip it low and bring it back up. Or I might dip it low and stay down there, you know, for a little while and then get back up. I might sit in silence. I might write in my journal, listen to some smooth jazz or neo-soul music. That's what I do to feel balanced. So write down yourself. Write this down. What do you do to feel balanced? Write it out and try to do that every week because you got to tap into yourself. It's important. We can't just be there for other people all the time. You got to be there for yourself. Sometimes I turn up. Sometimes I turn down. Sometimes I'm a little ratchet. I went to get my hair done last week and they start playing, I don't know, it was some song, uh, something by the Yin Yang Twins. And I was twerking in my seat while I'm getting my hair done. And she's like, what? Because we usually, me and my hairstylist, we talk about... Uh, 
our spirit a lot. We're we're very deep with our conversations, but we we get deep and talk about our inner self. And so when I'm twerking a little, she's like, okay, you know, because it's good to be balanced. You got to be a little ratchet and you got to be righteous, you know, just for yourself to be mentally healthy. <laughs> it's okay. You know, my mind is balanced. I'll read my Bible or some, some self-help books, but then I might read some books for leisure. That's what I do to stay balanced. You know, be productive, but also relax a little bit. Take a mental break. It is okay. You might be working a lot, doing a lot for your kids, doing a lot around the house, doing a lot for your spouse. Take a mental break. Just breathe. Turn everything off sometimes while you're in traffic. Turn the music off. Turn the TV off. Just relax with your thoughts. And just breathe. You know me. Meditate. Do something to take a mental break. And I preach that because I used to be one of those people who my mom used to always tell me, um, you know, you don't have to do something every day. I, I used to always be out or be uh, or working towards something. But sometimes it's okay to just give yourself a break. Chill out. Don't do anything. Don't go anywhere. Just relax. I asked on my social media, and if you're not following me, you can. At I am Ashley Caprice. I asked the question, how do you practice self-care? And Cornejo.SusanM said, keeping my priorities straight allows you to keep happiness around you all the time. Very true. That's a way to stay balanced as well, is keeping your priorities straight. Doing the most important things first, because that makes you feel good and productive and happy because you got it done, right? And then you take time to just chill. So being balanced is a huge part of self-care. I am balanced. And that actually brings me to my girl talk today with a very, very special guest. Cannot wait. Uh, We'll discuss her career and we'll also discuss the power of self-care. Let's get into some girl talk. I am super excited because I have radio personality at 102.3 KJLH and music commentator for TV One's Unsung. She's a friend. She's one of my mentors. I have Ms. Nautica De La Cruz on the line. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate it. And, you know, I admire you. I've known you for a long time. And you are just doing fabulous things, girl. Thank you. I learned from you. I learned from you. <laughs> and for sure, I learned from you because you had so much success in a business. Congratulations, I saw you. on your Instagram, 23 mm-hmm. years in the business, in radio? Wow. Yes, 23 years, uh, April 22nd, 1996. It was the first day I started um, at a small little Spanish station, Quebuena, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week following that, I started at my college, rival college radio station, and so those, that day, Earth Day is very implemented in my mind, mm-hmm. and, you know, I will never forget it, but I'm so grateful. I don't know where 23 years have gone, right. but let me tell you, they go by fast. Right. It's like just the other day I was, you know, listening to you on The Beat and Power 106, and now here you are, 102.3, KJLH owned by Stevie Wonder, and still... So sassy and just smooth voice, conversational style. I feel like a lot of people can learn from you. And I'm sure through this many years, you have some type of (laughs) key to success that you can share. Being in the L.A. market for that long is incredible. You know, what is the key to success? Um, You know, I have to tell you that my first 
probably my first two years in radio were pretty tough because when you're new at something, Ashley, mm -hmm. you don't know everything. You, you don't. You think you know, but you don't know. And so you have to look at your peers, you know, women like Renell from the Bay, Diana Steele, Lisa Stovaz mm -hmm. uh, um, from the Bay as well, um, even Big Boy. Um, so I learned from some great people that um, that gave me a chance. Um, there was a program director named Kevin Brown for 102.9 KBLX back in the day. Mm -hmm. He was there for like 25, 30 years. You know, so I would always pick their brains yep. and ask questions and, you know, ask them about their longevity. And I remember the best advice that Diana Steele gave me was, you know, she said, um, she said, you know, Nautica, I, I admire you because we used to compete against each other. She did middays at the beat. I did middays at, uh, at Power until she left. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had met her at uh, one of the, a radio function, and, she, and I said, hey, can you give me a piece of advice? You've been doing radio way longer than I have. Yeah. And she said, look, your first three years are going to be rough. You've got to learn the game. You've got to know how to play the game. She goes, if you make it after your first three years, uh, you're, you're kind of okay. Mm -hmm. She goes, if you make it past seven, she goes, you are doing great. Yeah. And she goes, and if you make it anything after that, she goes, that, that's it. It's a career. And so I think when I made my seventh year, I was like, yes, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and here I am 23 years later, but yes. you know, the first three were hard. Um, when I first started power 106, I started part-time. And then I got promoted less than six months later. Mm -hmm. I remember I started in December. I got promoted Memorial Day weekend. And then they gave me a contract, like a six-month contract. And when I was doing numbers, I, I kind of looked at my contract and I was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get this as a six-month contract until, you know, the, the next year, the next fiscal year. Right. But I was like, why am I making more as a part-timer? than I would as a full-timer. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense to me. And I remember just being in the studio looking at my contract kind of puzzled, and I, I didn't know much. Mm -hmm. And um, that time I was doing middays, Big Boy was doing mornings, and Big came in because he had forgotten something in the studio. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, Nani, you okay? And I was like, mm, I don't know, I'm a little confused. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And I'm one of those people, I don't like to talk about money or mm -hmm. my salary to anybody. Right. Um, unless it's my lawyer or my husband. Those are the only two people that need to know. And my right. tax guy. Right. <laughs> so um, he goes, what's, what's going on? I said, you know, I said, you've been here a little bit longer than me. I said, this doesn't make sense to me. So I, I started showing him the numbers and stuff. He goes, this don't make sense. Mm -hmm. He goes, some, some, somebody's not doing you right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay. He goes, you got a lawyer? I said, no, I've only been in L.A. six months. And so he leaves the studio. He comes back and he gives me this piece of paper. And um, he said, listen, when you get off the air, call this number, you know, collect your thoughts, mm -hmm. know what you're going to say, call this guy, talk to him, and he'll give you some guidance. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Well, I opened up the piece of paper, and it said Bob, and it gave me a 310 number or a 323 number. Mm -hmm. So I went home. I was like, all right, I'm going to call this guy. And anyways, he was a lawyer and a radio agent. 
long story mm-hmm. short, he is the reason why, you know, I'm on a different pay scale. And thanks to Big Boy, he helped me out. And he ended up being uh, Big Boy's agent and my agent for a very long time until, oh. you know, we, we, we parted ways. But, you know, I'm always grateful for Big Boy for just extending that knowledge and that heart and that kindness to me. Yeah. And, you know, Bob put me on a different pay scale. And, and when I started working with Steve Harvey and became his producer, I was definitely on a different pay scale as well. Perfect. Okay, get your money, honey. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but so, you know, you were in this male-dominated, you still in this male-dominated industry for so long, and I see that mm-hmm. Big Boy, who's a man, has helped you mm-hmm. and everything, and that's incredible. You're getting some lessons from other women, which is, that's love. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but how did you nav- navigate through this male-dominated industry. Sometimes we are paid different. Sometimes we don't get as many of the opportunities as our male counterparts. How have you navigated through this? Well, you know, I had to fight when I was at Power. I had to fight. I had to bring proof. I had to bring an A-game. I had to show that my ratings were, you know, really good and that I was beating the competition. Um, You know, my first three years in radio, I really cared about ratings. Now, I don't give a rat's. Mm-hmm. ask about ratings. I, I care less. Um, but I know ratings is a big part of selling your radio station. But, you know, when you're new, you, you try, like I said, you try to learn and you try to soak everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have too many women that would um, pave the way or help me too much. But I did always try to ask for advice if I ever did see a female, even if I didn't know her. And I go, oh, you, you work, you do mornings in right. DC. So how is it for you? Um, I also had to fight for equal pay. Um, and then when we went to the, when I went over, crossed over to the beat, um, the beat was a union station. So there was a pay scale that you had to make. You could not make below a certain number, but you could make way above that number. Mm-hmm. So for me to fight to get that pay, it took a lot. You know, and I, you know, I'm very reputable. I'm a hard worker. Um, There is, I don't, you know, there's nothing anyone could say bad about me except for that she's very stern and she could come across mean sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to me, business is business and there is no polite in business. And when I'm negotiating, I bring my A game and I make sure that I sell myself and I know what my worth is. And so do you have any tips on negotiating that you could share with the ladies? Yes. Um, actually, there. I don't know her name on the top of my head. I think her first name is Cynthia, but um, she, there is this, she's a teacher at Stanford. She's a teacher uh, of business, and she teaches how to negotiate. And my last time I went to negotiate my, my contract, mm-hmm. um, I just kind of really watched that YouTube video about 10, 15 times, and I took those keywords. And when I went to my general manager and I asked for a raise, I did end up getting it. So wow. I, was, I was very impressed. There, um, you can miss her. I mean, she's this really pretty white lady. She's mm-hmm. a professor at Stanford. And, you know, she talks about, when she talks about negotiating, she talks about, like, look, I have an offer across the street. They're more flexible with me being mm-hmm. a mother and a wife. I'm trying to leave at a certain time of day. You know, this is what I bring to the company la 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 and so you know when you're poised and you know your stuff that's when you could go in and negotiate and 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 really sell yourself right in a good way I love that because a lot of women sometimes we take what we can get just to get in mm-hmm. and there's always 
a way to negotiate. And they say that you should negotiate because there's always like a range with the number yeah. that they're, they're willing to give you. Um, earlier, yeah. you did say uh, that you don't care about the ratings anymore when it comes to what you do in radio. So what is right. it that you care about or what motivates you to keep going? Uh, what, motivates, what motivates me to keep going is, um, one, creativity, Two, how much freedom I have. I don't like to be micromanaged. Right. Um, I don't like to be volunteered for stuff <laughs> without you asking my permission. Mm -hmm. That gets under my skin. Yeah. Um, I like freedom. And there is a pro and a minus uh, working at the station where I work. I'll tell you why. So the pro is, you know, it's, it's a small radio station. It's owned by Stevie Wonder. And he is fabulous. He's a great boss. Mm -hmm. The bad side is that when you want to cross a line or you have a certain strong opinion about something, you have to watch how you say it. Because even when I want to say something, I say, this is my opinion and not the opinion of the station. Right. And the reason why is because if I say something that may sound or be out of line, the first person they call is who? Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Gotcha. You know, and he always gives me the freedom you know, sometimes he'll call me and he'll go, Naughty, I love what you did on this. Or I love how you said that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, well, I, what I really wanted to say was this is this. And he goes, how come you didn't say that? Because okay. that's why I give you the platform. And I'm like, oh, but it's because I've been called out once or twice. Right. And so I've learned to kind of retract. And so sometimes I feel that in my opinion, I could be contrived, mm -hmm. but I still deliver it in my own way. Got you. You do. I, and I love the way that you deliver your, uh, like I said, conversational. And you're going to say what right. you got to say. <laughs> but, right. Exactly. Okay. So I do want to touch on a women's expo. There were a couple of things that you mentioned that I want to touch on, too. So I know you okay. said um, that when you see a woman doing her thing in this industry, you ask her, like, hey, how did you do it? And you want some tips and advice. And I'm the same exact way. Like, you are one of my mentors. So, Sefa Salinas, and I reached out to other women program directors across the country, just emailing, introducing myself, and asking for advice because I think it's so important when I see a woman who, who's done it, who's doing it for 23 years. I'm like, oh, that could be me too, you know? So <laughs> I met Nautica De La Cruz at the Women's Health Expo years ago. I mentioned that I was an aspiring on-air personality, personality. We started following each other on Twitter. You listened to some of my air checks, gave me great advice. So now we meet up for <laughs> coffee here and there. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're Awesome welcome. advice. As how is it or why is it so important for you to give back and to mentor other women or people in general in this industry? One, I am not going to live forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Two, um, there's just something great about having a sisterhood in radio um, or in this industry, whether it's producers, you know, filmmakers. Um, and three, I think that we could all learn from one each other. We don't all have the answers. But if I have a weakness and you have a strength, us together can work together, yep. you know, and I think that's so important. And I don't really, I, I'll be honest with you, Ashley, I work better with men than I do with women because I've had so many experiences in my lifetime that, you know, people either thought I was getting their man or their job or what? I was stepping over their toes. And I was like, this is, that's not what I'm trying to get at or portray 
but you know some people have a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and i don't have any insecurities when it comes to the job force i just seek and i ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. and and even though this is funny because I'm a broadcaster, so um, I like to ask the questions, and you're asking me the questions. <laughs> right. Sometimes I could turn things around, but at the same time, you know, you're seeking knowledge, yeah. and I'm trying to give you the wisdom that I do have. And I, I think that if we embrace that amongst each other, we can all be bosses. Right. Instead of just taking and taking and rising to the top and then forgetting about all of those under you. One of my yes. friends always says, lift as you climb. And I love mm-hmm. that saying because, like I said, you know, sometimes we make it to the top and just forget about everyone else. Don't treat the intern like crap. That could be your boss one day, you know. So I love that you give back. And I remember you telling me, like, yes, that's very important to me. Like, I love mentoring. So I love that about mm-hmm. you. And it's made me now mentor young girls in the industry as well. It's like each one, teach one. It is very important. And going back to something that you just said, that happened to me. So there's a radio personality in Las Vegas. Her name is Zenja Dunn. Mm -hmm. And she, when we were doing the Steve Harvey morning show, she was our intern. She brought me coffee. She brought my traffic, whatever the Steve Harvey angels needed. She was there, whatever we needed to print or an errand, you know, within the the building. Mm -hmm. And she was very efficient. She was great. Um, And I treated her very nicely. Not too many people treated her that great. Mm -hmm. And you know what? But she stood up for herself. Long story short, she, after leaving us, went to go be Sinbad's um, morning show producer when he was, I believe, at Mega or something. Mm -hmm. And then she went to go produce the morning show at KJLH. Hmm. So when I left the beat and went to KJLH, she was my boss. Wow. Wow. She was my producer. So she had to tell me you know, what to do in the morning. And I had to follow her, her guidance. And so I used to always go, thank you, Jesus. I was always <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> <laughs> How was that experience for you, though? Was she nice? Was she cool? Was she happy that it was you? Yes, yeah. yes, she was, and and um, I was very grateful, and I was like, oh, girl, this is easy peasy. Right. I know her. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard when you go to a new job, and you don't know nobody, mm-hmm. but I knew her, and I knew Dominic DePrima, and I knew Kevin Nash, because we had worked all together before. Mm-hmm. That's all pretty much I knew at the station. I didn't know anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she helped me around to get around, and you know, how, what were the loopholes at the station? Um, she is now, uh, she left KJLH and now she's back in Vegas. Um, and uh, she's doing uh, middays over there, I do believe. But she she was fabulous and she's very talented. And I'm, I'm always, I always tell that story because mm-hmm. this is a small world. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, three degrees of separation. It's more like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you never know that, that intern can be, the owner of something really big and then end up being your boss. Right. So treat people with respect always. Yes. You just never know. Mm-hmm. I know um, you're very respectful as well. And you said earlier that you're nice, but some people might think that you're a little mean. I know when I met mm-hmm. you, you told me, you said, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what you said? I don't know if you remember, but you told me straight up. And I was like, I like yes. her. You were like, I'm a nice bitch. I was like, okay. And so. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, <laughs> and you, you, I won't say it was instant, but it was kind of instant. Cause I was with my sister and we had these little gift bags mm-hmm. that you all were giving. And my sister wanted yes. to exchange it. And you were just like, no, I was like, okay, there she is. She really is staying true to who she mm-hmm. is, you know? And I just love that because that's when I was like, okay, we're going to connect well, because if she could say this on a day that she's, we're first meeting that I know she's just mm-hmm. honest and real and upfront. So you're saying that because um, that's how you are and maybe that's how you come off in business. But what does that mean to you, being a nice bitch? Um, you know what? I, I always say that if I'm going to have you, it's going to be with a smile. Um, if, <laughs> I, you know, I go for the jugular and I'm going to be, you know, smiling at you while I'm stabbing you at the same time <laughs> in a good way. But it's just, look, I have a few pet peeves. Let's just lay this out on the table now. Don't mess with my money, don't mess with my time, don't throw me under the bus, and don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. And we could be friends forever and ever, but I also waste my time like I waste my energy and I waste my money. Mm-hmm. I spend it wisely. And so I don't like the chitty-chatty with people. I'm more like, let's get to the point, let's get to this meeting, and Let's see what we could resolve. I don't like meetings more than 45 minutes to an hour. I start getting antsy and then you start losing me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really to the the point. I'm really cut to the chase. Even when I I answer the phone with some people, I go, hey, how you doing? How can I be of service? Basically get to the point. (laughs) Um, And some people, you know, find that very harsh. I I guess I always say I come from the school of hard knocks from New York and I come for the from the school of, hey, give it to me straight up. Yeah. You know, and so that could, that could, my demeanor can be kind of cold at the same time. I've been asked at my job to be nicer. And you know what I told them? I said, I don't know how to be nice, but the word ice is in the word nice. <laughs> and, um, and I said, that's too much work for me. Just give, give it to me. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to sell me on something, on an endorsement and, uh, you know, you know, you come up to me, let's say, and you go, hey, Nautica, there's this new car brand, and they want to endorse. Well, give me the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how much. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, another thing is is the way I look at people. Sometimes they think I'm, you know, giving wow. them the, the stank mm-hmm. eye, but I'm, but I'm not. Or also it's my tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and even my husband has said to me many times, PJ Butter from 92.5K Day, by the way. Um, you better plug your um, man. Like, you, <laughs> You right? He's like, you could be intimidating, and I go, I am, and I, and then I go, I could see how I could be intimidating, right? And also, if I, if I don't like you, you're gonna know it, or you're gonna feel it, honey. That's how it is. <laughs> like I said, I spend my time very wisely. Yeah, you know, you just don't take no mess. But I don't, I don't have time for that, Ashley. I really don't. Life is too precious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you are killing an hour of my day. You know what I could have been doing for that whole hour? Mm-hmm. Something else. It might be that East Coast vibe. And, and it's funny because I wrote that down when you were talking. I was like, East Coast. Because I forgot that <laughs> that's where you're from. L.A. We're all laid back and doing things <laughs> right. all like free and wasting time. You're like, I ain't got time for that. Get to no, it. No, I don't. But what's yes. up with that? Why do mm-hmm. men, could, they could come off the same way, have the same demeanor, but they're called a boss and taking charge but with women we're called bitches what do you think about that i think it's because you know men feel power over women Mm -hmm. and some women don't stand up for themselves i know some women can crumble 
you know, if they're getting yelled at or if they're, you know, um, you know, made a mistake. And, you know, instead of owning to it and go, you know what, I made a mistake, uh, I will fix it. Then in a and, and, and it's also I believe your tone and your poise, mm-hmm. um, you know. But if you show weakness, you're you're going to be crushed. Yeah. You really are. But you know the industry, regardless, uh, Hollywood is is Hollywood radio. There's more men than there is women. But I I think that we still there's a long way to go. We still have to fight for equal pay, pay parity, and also, um, you know, treatment in the workplace. Right. You know, don't don't treat us like we're nothing, like we're not smart. We are intelligent human beings. You know what? I always tell my daughter, I said, men may think they're kings, but queens birth kings. That's right. You better tell your daughter, speak life into her. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of queens, let's talk about mm-hmm. um, the Women's Health Expo happening mm-hmm. this Saturday, May 4th, at the uh, Long Beach Convention Center, right? Tell yes, us correct. all about it and why should women attend this expo? Oh, Ashley, I don't think we have like three hours. But <laughs> let me just tell you, there is a lot, uh, a lot going on this Saturday at the Long Beach Convention Center. It's the Women's Health Expo. Uh, doors open at 7, but the live broadcast starts at 8. It's from 8 to 4. Um, we will have a live broadcast for two hours with the Day Lamar. We are going to have a panel of experts and doctors that always discuss certain topics that we choose. Um, this year is a little bit more about self-care. Yeah. We have different breakout sessions. Dominique Suprema will be doing the Wellness Village. Cameron Green will be doing the natural hair and skin mm-hmm. demonstrations. Uh, Kevin Nash is doing massages. Ooh. Okay. Miss um, <laughs> uh, Tammy Mack is going to be doing her um, healthy dishes. She's making zucchetti with uh, turkey meatballs. Mm-hmm. I will be doing another healthy dish with um, Chef Christian from City of Hope. We're making shrimp and cauliflower grits, believe it or not. What? Um, there will also be a panel of discussion of what what women want mm-hmm. um, with Michael Basden and uh, different breakout sessions throughout the day. So a lot of great, great information. There will be also a room where we are going to have, what do you call it, uh, kind of like kiosks in a way, okay. uh, different tables of, you know, selling products or showing their products. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get there to the Long Beach Convention Center, you will get a bag and you will get a booklet. And in that booklet, there's a schedule of everything that's going on. You've seen that booklet before. Right. So it's a schedule from 8 in the morning mm-hmm. till, you know, about 3.30. We start shutting down at 4 o'clock. It's a lot of work that the ladies of KJLH have put together. I, um, I'm so glad that this will be my, my 12th year doing it. Wow. But um, we do it for the community. We do yeah. it for our listeners. We've been doing it for almost 20 years. I believe this is our 19th year. So we, we, we extend, um, you know, as, as, as much knowledge as we could give to our community, uh, especially with so many black women dying from diabetes, wow, yeah. Latinas having high blood pressure. You know, you know, we are prone to these diseases by the way we eat and some of them hereditary as well. But we, you know, we got to get back to sexy, back to healthy, and, and really, um, really know what it's like to self-care. And not only that, but you know, give some, give ourselves some time for 
uh, a mental break. Right. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard the day I need a mental break. Well, I need a me- I need a day off just so I could clear my mind mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm going insane because that's what life can do to you. When you are a working mother, a wife, you know, you have so much going on. Mm-hmm. You you need to you need to self-care. You need to really take time for yourself. Absolutely. So much good information at the Women's Health Expo, all about sisterhood and empowerment. And you learn so much about yourself and about women in general. And like you said, take a mental break. I do an I am affirmation for every episode of my podcast. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning today, I did I am balanced. And I was talking about the importance of, you know, giving your all at work or at home to your spouse, your children, but Take a break for yourself, too, because, you like, you have to. You have to be 100% yourself so that you can give 100% to others. It's all about taking a mental break. And I know you do it all. You're a wife, mm-hmm. a mother, and um, you're working 23 years in the business. How do you juggle all of it and take a mental break? You know, I, I have to say I'm going to be honest with everything that you just said. On top of that, I, I do suffer from anxiety a little bit, and okay. I'm OCD. But I have learned to um, – I'm, I'm, I've learned and I'm still learning to calm down, to take a breather, mm-hmm. uh, because I can't do everything in one day. And I, I used to say this to my mom, Mom, there's not enough hours. I feel like I've never, never completed my to-do list. Right. Well, let me tell you, ladies, it's not about that. It's what, you know, just prioritize. If you need to do laundry today, then do laundry. If you need to, you know, do you know, a beautification day, do your hair, do your nails, wax your lip, whatever, just do that today. Right. Um, but I, I've learned to, and I'm still learning, to balance my home life with my personal life and my work life. And I've also learned not to, I did this about three times before, four times before, um, where I would get off the air and I would book myself for a gig, you know, around four o'clock. And then I book another gig at seven and then I would do like a club at 10 Mm -hmm. and that would just kill me. That's murder. I mean, I was like, I can't do this. I did that three or four times and yeah, the money's great, but, I, I would come home and crash, and I would be miserable the next day. Yeah, and then it's not just miserable to yourself. You might, you know, be miserable to your your daughter or your husband because they can feel that energy, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it, it really does pass on. But there's something to that, and I don't know if it's because being in this industry or entertainment, we're always hustling, and we always mm-hmm. feel like we have to do the next thing. Like, even my mom mm-hmm. used to tell me, like, it's okay to not do anything today. It's I was the same way until I've learned, okay, take a break. We just always want to be productive. I've seen some of your Facebook posts where you're like, okay, I'm just not going to do anything this weekend, you know, or Mm -hmm. I'm going on vacation. And I love those Mm -hmm. posts because I know you and I have had these conversations where it's like, we just, we just stay on go. We don't know how to slow down and don't know how to stop. Do you do anything for self-care? Like, do you just have a day where you, okay, let me go get my pedicure, go get a massage or something like that? Um, I do. I do try to do my nails. Another thing I like to do, believe it or not, is I don't know if this sounds weird. Um, I'll, you know, I'll do my own hair. Basically, I'll do my own roots. I'll dye my own roots. And I find that soothing. Um, I also, you know, like to look at Pinterest. 
Um, I'll read my book. I have this one book that I've been reading. And, you know, every, you know, every so often I go, okay, I'm, today I'm going to read 10 pages and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read 10 pages. <laughs> you, um, you are just or, like me. Know, yes. One thing I do a lot almost every day is I do take time and I write in my journal. Good. I write how I'm feeling. I write what I wish I could tell somebody, but I, I, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my, that is kind of my therapeutic time every night around 730 uh, to write in my journal. Oh, perfect. See, you got to set time. I hear that often that you should just set a time, set a place and do whatever it is that you want to do. And that's for you. And I was laughing a minute ago because I'm the same mm-hmm. way. Like, okay, Ashley, you're going to sit here. You're going to watch something on TV <laughs> just for an hour. You're just going to relax and just chill. <laughs> it's like, I have to tell myself, okay, turn off the computer you know, get off social media and posting whatever on social media for engagement because, you know, we have to do it all these days, you know, and just tune out for a minute, you know, watch a show or something. So I'm the same exact way when it comes to that. I I did see a post on your Instagram. It says, be yourself, but be your best self. How are you being your best self? I'm being my best self by just kind of showing what I can do. I... I'm not trying to prove to anyone that I am the best at what I do, but I do put my best effort into it. That's what that post means. I love that. So, you know, we're, we're not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. Um, and it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall, but you got to learn how to get back up. Um, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel like, Oh my goodness, I didn't get this gig because someone else got it, but you know, hey, I'm just going to wait for the next one. Um and going back to something that you said earlier about the hustle and grind. I hustle more now that I'm older than I than I did when I was younger. Mm. And but it's a good hustle in a way that I'm crossing over into television and I'm learning um as being a producer, um you know, writing scripts being a creator. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as much as, yes, we love to be in radio, you have to find your other passions. And I know that you have other passions. I have other passions as well. So it is a, it is a grind and it is a hustle, but it's, it's schooling yourself that every day you learn something new that you go, aha, I didn't know that. Right. So just, just put your best effort into everything that you do, and eventually those blessings will pour down. Exactly. Once you're the best version of yourself to do whatever, mm-hmm. like I, I've mentioned this before, that mm-hmm. um, before I got on air in radio, I was practicing mm-hmm. a lot, and I thought I should have been on, okay? But it's mm-hmm. like once I did get on, I realized and listening to old air checks, like, oh, my goodness, I'm glad that I was not on air at the time that I thought because I wasn't ready. So it's like those blessings will shower down when you are really ready. But until then, prepare yourself and and Mm -hmm. put your best foot forward. I do have a question from social media. Ryan underscore Laker underscore Dodger Mm -hmm. asked, what was it like working with Steve Harvey? What did you learn from him? Oh, man, I don't have enough time. But let me tell you, (laughs) I learned a lot from Steve, especially the business side. I have this thing that I call the Steve Harvey syndrome. Do you know what that is? No, what is it? So the 
Steve Harvey syndrome is do it all. I could do radio in the morning. I could go do this TV show after. I could go do this convention. I could go speak at this. I could go write a book. I could create, I could create a TV show. I call it the Steve Harvey syndrome. I learned a lot about business. He may come across as country and ignorant, (laughs) but he's really smart. He really is smart. Um, And also another thing about Steve is that Steve is very quiet in his ninja moves. Right. Um, he, 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 he thinks of, he thinks of it, mm-hmm. he processes the thought and then he goes to the right person and he goes, this is what I want to do. Wow. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And I love that. I saw him in many meetings do that. And I was, I observed and I was like, Hmm, interesting. Noted. Um, <laughs> the other thing I learned about Steve has to be, um, fighting back. He was the king of fighting back. Hmm. He and, and when he said no, he meant no. There was no way you were going to turn that no into a yes. Wow. So I, I'm very firm on that. When I mean no, I mean no. Yes. I've seen it in action, ladies and gentlemen. Not a Cadela Cruz will say no. <laughs> no. Even, even if it's just a gift bag, okay? You're going to take what she gives you. <laughs> Nautica, thank you so much for being a guest on Go Girl because women are powerful. And you go, girl, because you are so powerful. You've been thank in this you. business for so long. I learned so much from you. I love our coffee uh, conversations. Oh, that's cute. Coffee conversations. Anyway, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I cannot wait to see you this weekend at the Women's Health Expo. Keep doing your thing. So many people look up to you. And you've remained so humble through all of it as well. Like, I just love that you're accessible. Like, I could just go up Mm -hmm. to you and talk to you um, at the Women's Expo. That's how we met. And so the fact that you're still giving back your time it is really appreciated. So thank you so much, Nautica De La Cruz. And keep being great because you're amazing. Thank you, Ashley. I really do appreciate it. And, yes, I am. I'm very accessible. I, I believe in giving people a chance. And, uh, girl, I couldn't tell you how many times people wanted to talk to me. I'd be like, walk and talk, walk and talk, right. walk and talk. I think, we, I think you did like that, that, too. Walk and talk, walk and talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did that the day I met you. And I was like, okay, I'm going to yes. walk and I'm going to talk. <laughs> yes, yes, I do that. Why? Why? Because my time is valuable and precious. There you go. (laughs) It's been a pleasure, Mama. Thank you so very much. Many blessings to you. And I will see you this Saturday at the Long Beach Convention Center, May 4th, for the Women's Health Expo. Okay? All right. Now it's time for some music motivation. Motivation. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. <laughs> okay, I butchered that. That was India Ari's song, There's Hope, from her album, Testimony, Volume 1, Love and Relationship. Cop that album. It's so good. Talks about forgiveness. Talks about love. Talks about everything. Heartbreak, healing. It's dope. But that song is definitely great it's on um my inspirational mix because it's all true you know the most beautiful things in life are free it doesn't cost a thing to smile smile at someone else you might brighten their day they might smile back and it'll brighten your day now we got some positive energy going around from person to person from strangers you don't know that person right but it doesn't cost a thing 
It doesn't cost a thing to laugh. Tell a joke. Watch a comedy. Have some fun. Have some girl talk with your friends. Just chill out a little bit. It costs nothing for that. And it's good for your spirit. It's good for your self-care. It makes you feel good and aware to talk to your girls and catch up. See what they're up to. So just learn to enjoy the simple things in life. Try to release stress as much as you can. And if you don't have time to watch a whole comedy a movie or anything you're driving probably almost every day right listen to a podcast full of comedians and just laugh and tune out the world i mean it's something to it laughter is good for the soul you feel good afterwards and it doesn't cost a thing and like india Ari said you better thank god for that there's hope actually my bible scripture for today was a uh, matthew six thirty four, and it says don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will will worry about itself Each day has enough trouble of its own, and it's so true. Pretty much be present, be in the moment, think about today, the past has gone, the future is still on its way, so live for this moment right now. And honestly, um, my spirit has definitely been shaken the past few weeks. There's been so much going on, so many past things. We had Nipsey Hussle just learned that John Singleton, who's, Famous film director, writer for so many black classics. I mean, come on. Boys in a Hood, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning. So many movies. And he passed away of a massive stroke recently. So I had to pay my respects to him. And it's also showing that life is so short. He was only 51 years old. Nipsey Hussle, only 33 years old. I've had a a death in my family recently, and some of my friends have gone through deaths in their family. It's like we really have to take care of ourselves. We really have to take care of each other. We have to love each other. There is hope. You know, we have to smile and embrace each other. We have to laugh with each other, think about the good times with each other. That's what matters right now, and that's what's important. So forget about anything that's not serving you. Think positive thoughts about maybe a negative situation you had in the past. Think about what's positive that came from it. Maybe it was some good lessons. Maybe you did have a few good memories or moments in that situation, whether it be a relationship, a a job that turned sour. There were some good moments in it. So think about those things instead of having a heavy heart, heavy mind, heavy spirit, okay? There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile, You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. Now it's time to celebrate. I have to give a huge Go Girl Woman Crush Wednesday shout out to Kaylee Garris, who was named Miss Teen USA 2019. You go, girl. You go, girl. She's only 18 years old from Connecticut. She's been a competitive dancer for the last 10 years. She was trained in tap, jazz, ballet, point, hip-hop. And she even created a movement called We Are People First in honor of her sister who has multiple disabilities. She's defeated 51 other contestants to become Miss Teen USA. So congratulations. And the main thing that I love is she's a young black woman and she rocked her natural curly hair if you've seen some of my photos you know i'm all about the afro i'm all about hair care and we don't see these images usually on tv this is so important and i 
I believe, young black girls could see, oh, okay, because we usually see someone with long, straight hair win these competitions. But the fact that this young girl wore a big, natural, curly afro looking like a doll, gorgeous, beautiful, full of class and grace and rock that afro. You go, girl. You go, girl. And these were some of her words. She says, uh, during the contest, you know, you have self-doubt because there are so many great people. I'm just happy, proud, and grateful for the support system I have. I love that. And I love that she was so real. That she went through her own self-doubt. But you see, she stayed the course. She stayed with it. And she won that thing. So congratulations to Kaylee Garris for winning Miss Teen USA 2019. If you like to see a clip of the video, it is on my Instagram at Go Girl Podcast. And while you're there, you better follow, okay? But you can see the surprise in her face. You can see her in her long, pretty, hot pink gown. And she was just in shock. And I love the image of her getting her crown put on top of her crown. It was it was beautiful. So again, that's on my Instagram at Go Girl Podcast. Now that wraps up this episode of Go Girl because women are powerful. I want to thank my guests, Nautica De La Cruz, so much for coming on to the show, talking all about self-care and her career. Please be sure if you're in the LA area to check out the KJLH Women's Health Expo happening at the Long Beach Convention Center on Saturday, May 4th. You still have time to register. It's going to be a lot of great uh, demos and an exercise zone, natural beauty area, and so much for you to learn and to connect with other women. So get out there if you can. Be sure to never miss an episode of Go Girl by subscribing on iTunes, on SoundCloud, or check out all the episodes on ashleycaprice.com. I want to thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember, I am balanced. You go, girl.